With more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, this is Jim Dudley. Hey, Jim. Um, proponents of the First Step Act, uh, it's a bipartisan bill aimed at reforming the criminal justice system, say that, uh, and it's called, I think, uh, H.R. 5682. Let's memorize that one. Um, that's why they name these things dopey things like the First Step Act, because you can't remember H.R. 5682. Um, proponents say it would significantly improve the prison system nationwide. Opponents say that there are loopholes in the bill that would allow dangerous criminals with a high probability to reoffend to be released from prison. The text of the law, and I'll kind of summarize it here. Uh, it, oh, by the way, it's passed the House um, it, by a huge, overwhelming vote. It was 360 to 59. Right. Um, obviously, a lot of bipartisan support. Um, it is now deadlocked in the Senate at the time of this recording. Um, it's highly likely this recording will come out when the new... House is in session, I think, in January. But at this time, it's stuck in the Senate. Um, it would allow the Bureau of Prisons to adopt a different risk assessment tool, um, assess different federal pris- prisoners for their risk of recidivism, um, and it would categorize them as either low, medium, high, or words to that effect. It, there are pieces of the bill, that, and this is the reason it's gotten such bipartisan support, there are pieces of the bill that make a lot of sense. And it's just when you take when you take a, a whole lot of good ideas and then you lump them with a couple of really terrible ones, the terrible ones basically override the, the good ones. And that's where I think we're at with this bill. Um, I think we can all agree that, you know, reentry programs and, and meaningful training, meaningful ways in which you can have a person not reoffend and actually enter society and become a productive member of society. Those are laudable and literally um, necessary objectives to have. But again, some of the, just because a bill is bipartisan support doesn't necessarily mean it's good law. What are your thoughts on the First Step Act? Well, there are some good components. The idea that we reinstitute educational programs, GED and, and, and more, uh, the fact that we reinstitute job training programs that uh, people can earn uh, or learn a trade prior to getting out, um, I think that's really helpful and valuable because otherwise we're just releasing people at the end of their their sentences with no new job skills and why should we ever expect them to do what got them there in the first place. Right, and they've been in prison for X number of years and it's basically, you know, criminal school. Right, right. <laughs> Right. So, so, so a couple of good things there. The idea, though, this we've seen it happen in California already, and I, I don't know, and I, I doubt that it is a successful uh, remedy in California so far, um, because the devil is in the details, and one of the big problems is the the idea that um, uh, you can have up to one third off of your sentence. Um, as good time, good behavior, right. uh, you can get out early. Um, it, it took a tremendous amount of effort to get a conviction and to get the number of years that were awarded uh, or sentenced. 
and the idea to take take those numbers off the board because people behaved well or, or for a good time. Don't we expect them yeah, to behave in prison? That should be the minimum. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's rewarding behavior that sh- that that's a given or should be a given. Uh, I wish we had a capacity to extend years for people who don't, who aren't good, who, right. who don't go with the program. Uh, the other the other idea is that if, if it goes through as planned, it will be retroactive for two segments of, of the bill. And that means a lot of people could apply to get out, like not no. now, but right now. Yeah. And if that's the case, and what happens when you release a whole lot of people at the same time, people fall through the cracks. Uh, in California, we've said that the last conviction of record makes you eligible for early release. Not what you've done in your past. You could be a violent offender, rape, robbery, manslaughter, any number of violent uh, crimes in your past. But it is the last conviction of record that is the that stands as the criteria for your early release. Now, I haven't seen the details of this and and whether it says that or not. But if that's the case, uh, I don't like the idea of of. Maybe maybe taking someone who's taken a plea and and we we take plea bargains as ninety percent of our adjudicated cases in in American courts. So if uh, I robbed you, uh, pistol whipped you, took your money and ran down the street with your dope, and the police catch you, bring you back and ask the victim to identify the suspect and. And so now you're asking the victim to say he was robbed of his dope uh, <laughs> by this guy who's got friends who live in his neighborhood. And he says, no, uh, no, I'm not going to testify. But you do have somebody in possession of drugs. Well, then they go into they get convicted of a, uh, a drug offense, a nonviolent <clears throat> offense. And uh, that might be the the criteria for early release yeah i think there's problems with it yeah i think that um in essence as far as i've read anyhow it really appears to me that it eliminates mandatory minimums um which i think is a is a is a pretty dumb idea uh the other thing that i think that needs to be taken into account is as you'd mentioned another aspect of the victim of the crime or the early release of someone who's done something terrible to you Whatever that is, fill in the blank. Um, the early release of that person from prison um, is it almost revictimizes the victim. It it basically says whatever happened to you doesn't matter as much as what's going on with this person over here. It sends it. It just sends a message, in my way of looking at it, that is that can be perceived by the victim victims of rights groups um, as being negative. Now, again, there are parts of this bill that I really like. I just wish we could kind of lop off a couple of the other bits. Yeah. And that's entirely plausible that it could happen. And, and you know, one, a bill is still a bill until it becomes a law. Right. You know, I mean, Schoolhouse Rock taught us that about fifty years ago. <laughs> right. um, so, you know, I, there is still an opportunity for the bill to be fixed and some of the problems remedied. Here's the problem: is that in the event that this thing doesn't get passed by the current Congress and signed by the president before the end of this year, it's start from scratch again time. And it has to go through a whole nother set of votes and approvals when the next Congress 
um, takes office. So, and it's of course that at that point you're going to have very probably Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and the Democrat-controlled House, where the Republican-controlled Senate, and we all know what that does. That's gridlock, especially in the second two years of a embattled presidency. You're not going to get diddly done. And that's the problem with where we're at in this current time frame. We're mid-December right now recording this podcast. And if the bill passes as is, there's a lot of problems with it. But there's not a lot of time left on the clock to get it fixed and passed in a, in a more positive way. What do you think? Well, I wouldn't rush it in order to get it passed through because it's somewhat good. I, I think... Well, I, I wouldn't mean, either. I'm not saying that. No, no. But I, I think, you know, what is the impetus to move this thing forward? And is it to just release people early from jail? I mean, we see the criminal justice pendulum going from very uh, harsh standards to very liberal standards. And we very rarely, you know, reach that point of gravity where we stop in the middle. And I, I don't, I don't know that we there. There's a need to push this thing through. We haven't really um, recognized the victim in this. Um, I think there, there, the criteria is still fluffy in that we're given time off for good behavior. Yeah, that that helps if you're a corrections officer. But uh, that should be something that we expect, not that we give extra credit for. And then the idea that, uh, you know, there may be um, some adjustments to to laws that, that hurt us further down the road. And then it takes an awful lot to fix the wrongs. Right. To, to, to now you you might have the gridlock the other way if you try to push a bill through or try to amend this law now um, by asking Congress um, to approve changes that um, people are fighting really hard to push through right now. Yeah, as I've frequently said, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube in many cases. And and doing so in the case of such a bill, um, if, if, if in the instance that it, it passes is signed, and then some kind, sometime down the road we're trying to, f- quote, finger quote, fix it, that's like changing an airplane's engines while you're flying. Yeah. It's really, really, really difficult, if not impossible. To yeah. I, I mean, the good part of this, again, is that we educate educate people, get them training so that they can, see, can succeed once they get out. The idea of fast-tracking people to get out for the purposes of recognizing offenders as victims, I don't buy it. Yeah. I don't buy it. And I don't think we've addressed the victim side of this uh, enough. I think we go back to the the amount of evidence and effort to get someone convicted of a of a multiple year term in prison is is a is a, an immense effort and to undo that with a stroke of a pen I, I'd like to see I'd like to see this thing work for both sides of yeah. the, the fence. I think that we can agree that um the First Step Act is, in its current form, a first step in the wrong direction. Uh, tell us what you think. Let us know what you uh, what you think about the law, about uh, uh, early release, about uh, job training in prison, um, GED, um, uh, uh, high school diplomas in prison. Uh, send us an email to policingmatters at police1.com. That's policingmatters at police1.com. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>